Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. There's a minimum. I think I told you wrong there because I, I said, at least what I had been told when I went to apply to stuff is that you're applying for a humanities thing. So math doesn't really matter. But mm -hmm. I didn't know, like I, none of the programs I looked into um, ever had a, like a limit, like a score that you had to get a minimum. They all said like, well, you know, everything we take into account. Right. Um, not just are, which is bullshit but yeah there are some of those but like uga fucking straight up was just like we require like on their websites like we require a 310 minimum and i'm like dude out of 360 what the fuck like yeah. serious like the, a 360 is a perfect score so they require a 310 they require a quantitative score within the 90th percentile and i was this fucking close dude i was so i was within like the 85th percentile uh for quantitative reasoning but qualitative reasoning i was like in the fucking whatever percentile the fucking dumbass math percentile yeah um uh i was gonna say for me my the first gre i took i got like a 167 on the verbal which is um not like shooting my horn but like 99th percentile like it's yeah. like nearly a perfect score yes yeah, so but and my math was was pretty abysmal but you know i didn't care uh, but what killed me really was my, like, as far as like taking, uh, my grades in undergrad weren't uh, astounding either. I just had like a 3.3. So mm -hmm. to get into like a PhD, if I wanted to go somewhere that wasn't like, like Mississippi State or whatever, um, I, I had to like really kill it on a GRE. And, but I ended up getting a four on the writing, which is, it's just okay. Like it's like slightly better than it's like whatever 60th percentile and that just wasn't going to cut it as far as that goes. And when I took it again, I got, um, basically I got a few points lower on verbal. I did better on math for some fucking reason, even though I hadn't <laughs> taken a math class in like over like four years at that point. Uh -huh. And I got a four and a half on the writing, which is, which is good, but it's still wasn't quite like, like getting a six on there is to me is like, I would imagine what most schools look for, but it's, it's like, fucking like like insurmountable almost like it's hard really hard yeah but yeah i mean it's like you know when i was taking it i was kind of um i knew i'd do bad on the math honestly yeah um i just knew it i i've so i've always sucked at math i mean i got a fucking c like i only had to take algebra and statistics because i have a humanities i'm getting a humanities degree yeah. And I got a C in college algebra and I studied my ass off of that class to get that fucking C. So it's yeah. like I, I'm just my math, my brain is not math oriented at all. It's just it's straight up humanities. Like I'm good at like extrapolate extrapolating information from like texts and stuff. And that, yeah, again, like, you know, you should toot your own horn with a 167 because that is yeah. almost a perfect. But like, you know, I got like a 157 and like the UGA required it. Like they said, oh, we, we want you in the 90th percentile or higher. And I was right at that cutoff. I think I was. Yeah. I don't know if I was in the 85th. I was like maybe higher than the 85th percentile, but it was like really fucking close. The 161 is the 90th percentile. Yeah. And I was at a 157. Yeah. So, so with, uh, Matt, with the scores you got, is it possible for you to apply to these schools or... Yeah. Do you like have to take it again to well, even the consider? Thing, the thing is, like, they're not going to consider my GRE shit at Georgia UGA if I don't retake it because it's yeah. like I didn't score the minimum that they required, which is a fucking three ten, which is ridiculous. Yeah, but like, especially for like again, an English fucking degree, why does that matter? Just read my fucking ten page paper and be happy with that, you dumbasses. Yeah. Is anyway, there, like, is there um. Is there what was I gonna say? Well, there I'm are totally there blanking. are programs that have like that they don't require like a minimum GRE, right? Like like Cole was saying that the the places you look at just kind of you know yeah want to see that you've taken it taken it. Um, and there's a lot of places like that. My my professor was actually shocked when she uh, when she heard that I had to take the GRE, and she was like, "What is it? Like thirty bucks?" I was like, "It's two hundred and five dollars." She's like, "Jesus, what?" Yeah, yeah. So. Oh yeah, I was gonna say too. Like the cost is like, 
not just like paying for the test, but also paying to like like to apply to schools. Like a good bit of the programs I applied to required, and it's like, well, you know, if you want to waive it, you have to basically prove that you're like, you know, whatever. You have to like grovel and prove that you're like broke or whatever. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll eat the cost or whatever. Um, I don't know if I told y'all what like this round. So I applied for PhD programs for like next fall. So this last fall I applied and, you know, they were all no's, but um, it was like, so I got like the, I applied to four schools, two of them kind of immediately got, not immediately, but like right around the time I was supposed to hear from them, got back to me to tell me, you know, no. Before, um, Cole, you're on their website. You're like about to apply and they call, you're like, get a phone call. You're like, oh, who's this? And like, don't, don't even fucking think yeah, about it. Yeah. Like, don't even like uh, yeah, excuse me. Uh, your last name is McCurry. Sorry. We only accept white people here. And they yeah. They, and they were like very, probably anti-Irish. I didn't want to like, you know, cause a ruckus, but I was like, oh, let me guess some Anglo-Saxon got in over me. I'm sure. How um, was Notre Dame's um, uh, program, history program? Notre Dame's? Yeah. Uh, I haven't looked into it. Um, like the programs I looked into were, I think, um, it was Syracuse, Boston. Like it, this was based on like faculty and like location. I want to go somewhere up. <laughs> northeast but um and but like syracuse didn't get back to me when like like the deadline or not the deadline but like the timeline for when i was going to hear back from them passed and i didn't hear and i was like oh like maybe that's encouraging like i made the first cuts or whatever but then it got to a point where it was like over a month and i was like did they did they forget my application or whatever so i like emailed them and the guy got back to me the next day to be like, oh, we're sorry you didn't hear from us. You know, everything's kind of hectic. Um, you should hear from us, but I'll go ahead and tell you you didn't get in. I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like this big, like, oh, yeah. we're so sorry. Like, you know, you'll get, it's like, I'm glad you inf you informally rejected me before you formally rejected me. Um, you said you you said the University of Boston, right? No, this was Syracuse that did this. Oh, okay. No, I was saying like you said you applied for the uh, Boston, Boston College. Yeah, Boston College. Yeah, I just imagine like you coming back. It's like wow, we haven't seen Cole in years because he's like been in Boston. You're just like you're like that guy from that video. You're like, you want to go ahead and suck a fucking dick, faggot? <laughs> like, like the I'll, I'll become like yeah. Video. No, that town is like completely uh, <laughs> like corrosive, carcinogenic. So that was so, so. like awful right but i was like yeah. camera got owned so fucking hard yeah it's like that that, that video of that <laughs> racist guy like where the guy is just being like this like the most like just whatever like toxic person ever but it's funny in the sense of how like it assaults you with how awful it is because it's just it's just a pure example of someone trying their like just being the biggest shithead possible like and that's possible yeah, I fucking love that video. Honestly, I've watched that video like four times, and just the kid, the way he says it too, where he walks off. Yeah, he like puts his head up and just like, oh, it's really funny. Guys are in the bar, and that other dude just comes. It's like, roar to your mother. Yeah, <laughs> on so fucking hard, dude. That's what I was trying to. That's why. That's what appealed to me. That's what I was trying to get into. I looked at, you know, faculty, their stuff, and also, like, where are the people? Like, I was like, they, yeah. they're awful, and I want micro, to be just, like... Microprocessors. Yeah. You were looking at um, microprocessors. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Rutgers, like, the last school I heard from was Rutgers, and it was like, we're happy to inform you, right? And I was like, oh, I got oh, in. Shit. Holy shit. But then they're like, oh, well... Like we're happy to tell you that we've ex you can like we've accepted you to our master's program. I was like master's. I have a I, master's. I have a master's. Why would I do that? I applied to get a PhD, and they're like, "Well, you didn't make the benchmark for the PhD, but you can get your master's here." I'm like, "I have one. What would be the purpose of that?" And they're like, "Oh, well, we can't really see a purpose for that." And I was like, "Why would you tell me that?" No, well, literally, pleased, the guy. Oh, they're pleased to tell you. Let them let them be let them pleasure you. The fucking guy literally when I responded to him, I was like, "Okay, like." I'm curious, but like, you know, can you tell me off the bat, like, why would I go get a second master's in history? And the guy's like, well, and then he responded to me to be like, yeah, I can't really see why you would do that. And I was like, 
then what the why are we having this fucking conversation? I paid 70 bucks to get accepted into a program I I've I've to get a degree I already have. And then this guy's just on the other end just shrugging, like, oh, I don't know. You know. That's so dumb, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how our core team's going, just applying for fucking grad school because we're uh our brains are useless and uh, unfortunately can't work the way to make money. Like that's just how it yeah. is. Like you know, we're starving artists over here. But uh yeah. yeah so let's let's talk about some shit we want to talk about i guess yeah latest goings on joshua lead us in please well there's been some pretty uh some pretty dark and depressing shit some super super racist shit so um i think most people if not everybody is uh aware of the ahmaud arbery shooting by two armed white men who hunted him down while he was jogging in his own neighborhood. Are you familiar with Ahmad's story, Cole? Yes. And so, I mean, most people already know what happened. It, it's super fucking tragic. And they finally... So one thing I didn't realize is, like, this shit happened back in March or February. Like, it yes, happened a while ago. Yeah. And it just now became national news because video of the shooting came out from this unknown source. No, I, I, I've heard that the source was like, um, because like, like the source was the attorney for the two guys who killed them. I thought I'd heard cause he thought, Oh, this will surely clear up any things around my clients. Wait, their like, own, their own. Uh, I'm talking about the guy who actually filmed the shooting happened. we don't know oh, we, no, we don't no, know who no, that was no we do it's um he was one of their um he was a neighbor of the two guys and people we found out who he was because yes. like as, as of like yesterday we didn't know who he was i'm pretty sure he was a neighbor and like i'll, I'll look it up um but anyway it's it's not important and <laughs> what is important is that as a black man or you know just a person of color it is dangerous for you to exist and live in your own neighborhood. And so they, the, the two men, the, the father and the son, they just got arrested like two days ago. And uh, this the thing is, this happened in Georgia, like in our backyard. And the GBI is investigating it. I think the FBI is investigating it into yes. why weren't any arrests made before? Like, why is this investigation slowed down? And... What's also super messed up is three prosecutors have had to recuse themselves because the guy, the dad who helped kill Ahmad, he worked for the district attorney's office. And so every prosecutor who has come on the case is like, oh, I can't do this because I fucking am like best friends with this guy. Yeah, that's why it took him so long to arrest him. It took him 74 days after it happened to uh, even make an arrest. It's not like not even just charging them, just like going and like arresting the guys and bringing them in for questioning took 74 days to do. And there's a couple of reasons why is the first reason why is like the video leaked. And then two days later, um, you know, people, there was such an uproar that they had to basically go and arrest yes. these guys. Um, and which, I mean, they should have done a long time ago, but whatever. Uh, and the second thing is that there was a new investigative team on the case because what happened was um they the first investigators within 24 hours that of reviewing the video which happened you know they got the video and within 24 hours of reviewing the video said they did nothing wrong and just like pushed it aside basically yes. like law and order sbu fucking stamp of approval like it's fucking done right um you know roll credits well, they were like, okay, well, maybe we need to look into this a little bit more because, like, the family's, you know, like, obviously fucking pressuring them to look into it and shit. So, like, they get a new investigative team on there, and then they say, okay, uh, yeah, they fucking killed a guy, so maybe we should arrest them? I don't know. Like, yeah, like normal. And so, like you said, Josh, there were a couple people that uh, recused themselves and said, listen, like, you know, we – because, like, one of them, the, I think it was the um, – who, who recused themselves? What were the – who all recused themselves? I don't. I don't remember their names. I just uh, know like, that they were all associated with the DA's office. Yeah, and like he, the Georgia. Well, he was associated with the DA's office. One of the. I think it was a judge. One of the judges recused himself, but one of the judges 
said that um, they did nothing wrong. And it was like the guy, who, one of the guys who recused himself said they did nothing wrong and they did everything within like the confines of the law. Right. Um, so we see this first video and the first video is like a mod running and like he, uh, you don't, you don't really see it much because it's a guy following them. And did we ever find out who that guy was, by the way? Cole? Yes. So the man who recorded him uh, was um, – his name was William Bryan. And he – so he's like basically a third guy involved in this. He's like mm-hmm. – I'm pretty sure the neighbor of the two guys who killed him – who killed him, Ahmad. And he was actually following him too. Like he tried to uh, block him with his truck before the, the two other guys, the McMichaels, right, murdered him. So and he's the one who filmed. So it's like most likely he was involved. Like he was probably like helping them. And, yeah. So yeah. yeah, exactly. So the so uh, we see that video and it starts kind of like you know in the middle of the whole thing like a mod like the uh, one of the the son gets out of the truck and points the gun at a mod. A mod runs around the other side of the truck and like obviously someone's pointing a tries, gun at him. So like, tries to disarm him. He tries yeah. to fight him. Yeah, so he's fighting him, and then um, you know his dad's like the, the McMichael father is trying to like help the son or whatever, and then you, you three shots, and uh, Ahmad's fucking dead, and these guys get off scot free for seventy four days. Well, um, yeah. so their defense, the McMichael's defense, was that they there had been a string of um, robbery slash burglaries in that neighborhood uh, yeah. recently. And there has been only one reported uh, burglary anywhere near there. And it wasn't even in that neighborhood. It was in the neighborhood right next to it. Yeah. Right. Which is the past couple months. Face. Yeah. Right. So none of that. Right. There has been videos of multiple people going into the construction house. But honestly, like, again, who hasn't walked into a fucking house in a construction just to look around? He didn't do anything. Yeah, he literally the just owner, walked in. The owner walked. of the property said that. I have never had anything stolen from the house. I've never had anything broken from the house. And he said nothing was stolen. Nothing was broken. So these guys are following this guy that they thought stole something. And there was nothing like even when they found Ahmad, right? There was nothing on his person. Yeah. Right. He was just looking at the house. So that happens. We see, you know, different angles of it where like the guys are like you get a 911 call with the uh, McMichael son and McMichael son said, hey, there's a guy burglaring a house under construction. And when they're following him before they catch up to him, when he's like running, he's like jogging away. He's not like running away. He's just jogging. Right. Right. And when they're, they they drive and or they're catch, trying to catch up to him and they say, hey, there's a black guy. We think he stole something like you know, he's running down the street essentially. Right. So those were the two calls. So what happens is they kill him and then, uh, you know, 74 days pass, they get arrested. Um, after that, there was, uh, the Georgia chapter of the NAACP held a rally and it was an hour long and they were expressing like, you know, they said, Hey, like, it's not okay to be black and like to jog like anymore to, to even exist and stuff. And they're yeah. like, you know, saying all this stuff and, and, you know, it's like really, it's like heartbreaking stuff. Like they're, you know, sad and, you know, people are holding signs and it's like, it's still not okay to be black and all this stuff. The president of the national, so like all of the NAACP, the president said in a, in an interview, he said, it has been many years, but finally there's been another lynching in Georgia. Yeah. Um, and so one of the, the president of the Georgia uh, NAACP said, we want everybody prosecuted who's involved. We want the McMichaels prosecuted. We want uh, the guy following him prosecuted. We want everything investigated. And like, we want them to like, you know, pe- like be brought to justice is what he said. And uh, he said that they also, uh, one of the, the demands is also that they want the, um, the people who recuse themselves to step down. They said, we, we want them to quit. Yeah. Um, I, I want to share more from the uh, this article I'm reading just about um, the, the guy who filmed it. So, like, apparently the when it happened, so when the police initially got to, like, the, you know, the shooting, right, when they arrived, 
he actually was like was still there and he said um hey come over i have this video let's watch it together so the cops and him watched the footage reviewed it like the so the cops saw it the day it happened they saw it as soon as they got on the scene because this fucking mouth breather was sitting in his truck like hey come over i got a great i got a great view of this fucking execution like come take a look at it and since it's become like you know clear that he's the one who like initially had the video and then but the thing is that he was allowed he kept it right like he didn't turn over his phone or the video to the police they just watched it that one time and then that was it and it's only you know recently that he's actually had to like give a statement or or come in and like give the like turn over the shit and um apparently which is like you know i say good um you know, he's under investigation. He also is like living out of his car with his wife because people know where he lives and like, you know, they're getting like, you know, death threats and all that. And which is like, uh, you know, if he doesn't because he should be in jail because he literally just watched like them kill him and probably had a hand in it probably helped out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, no, I have no tears for that. But um, um, yeah, anyway, I was just saying that. So like. Literally the day of the shooting, the cops who got there could see this video. And then uh, in their mind, this was like, yeah, yeah, you know, looks like it. Yeah. Self-defense. Sure. This is this is totally normal. Yeah. Just some fucking vigilantism, which we we already know, like that cops are super fucking racist, especially in Georgia. It's no shock that they saw, you know, a clear um, just a, a clear killing of an innocent black man and just like eh, this is this is totally fine because uh another story uh just broke national news and again sadly this is a story that actually took place back in march but no one cared i guess to talk about it at the time um there was a shooting of an innocent 26 year old named rihanna taylor She's an African American EMT who lives in Louisville, Kentucky. Let me set the uh, let me set the stage for you. So, Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend—I um, don't remember his name—but they were asleep. I, actually, I have it. Um, I have the article. I can tell you. Okay. Um, um, Kenneth Walker. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. They were asleep in in their house, and the police were supposed to be doing this like drug raid it's a no-knock raid so usually and you'll see this watch any mob movie um you know the 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 cops will come up to the door and they'll say we're here to raid the place right you know tony sopranos will be in his bathrobe and be like go ahead you know and they'll make snide comments the whole time but no-knock raids are basically the police are given license to not announce themselves or do just literally kick in the door right waving a four four um and just go yeah just go fucking banana i've seen video of it too like um like video of like a guy just on his couch and the fucking the next thing you know the door's kicked in a flashbang is there and like three te- you know swatted out cops are in there like fucking putting their boot on his neck and sh- you know sh- uh, most likely shooting his dog um but this was the case here where they the cops doing this raid did not announce themselves. They it's like, you know, it's like one in the morning, too, I believe. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, both asleep one in the morning. So they come in and they kick in, you know, they come in not like just again, not saying we're cops, we're doing whatever. They just kick there's it there at the middle of the night. So, you know, these two people are like, oh, someone's breaking into our fucking house, right? And the boyfriend uh, had a had a carry license, right? He had a gun, and so he shot one of the cops. And then the cops just fucking gunned um, uh, her down, Brianna down. Eight uh, times. They shot her. Eight they bullets. shot her eight times. Yes. Not the guy with the gun. Uh, I don't think they shot uh, the boyfriend. He's still alive, and he's being charged with like mur- attempted murder of a cop. And it's like Jesus fucking Christ, which is like, like a, they, a super felony. Yes, they broke. They they came into his house and he defended himself. Like like saying attempted murder, it's like he walked up to him and shot him on the like the side of the street. But they came into his place and then he shot them. Like that's like 
And that's the point of having like a gun to protect yourself. So like at 1 a.m. when people are in your house, you don't know who the fuck they are. You can murk them, you know, like, you know, it's also like a good like, you know, um, like if, you know, if he managed to shoot both the cops, that would have been that would have been ideal because then like they nobody innocent would have died, you know, but uh, unfortunately didn't. And they fucking gunned down his unarmed like EMT, so like one of the people doing like the necessary work right now, um, just gun her down. Yeah, she's she not not only is she having to deal with coronavirus, she's probably having to deal with long hours, not a lot of pay, and you know, actually actually being a civil servant, like actually being an agent yeah, for being good, an, being an essential worker, being it, like actually being an essential worker. Meanwhile, yeah. the cops have nothing better to do but to Fucking break pigs. into people's homes. And gun down innocent women. Um, and it just shows like no one is no one is sleeping in a bed. Like, yeah, yeah too. It's like it's if, not like fucking Pablo Escobar, like fucking snorting up some. But fucking, that's what that's part of like this like cop mentality now is to like this, like whatever this search warrant. It, and it was a part of like like it was part of a drug like investigation or whatever, right? So the idea is that there's like whatever drugs in their house, which there weren't, there were none. So um, again, murdered over nothing. Um, but yeah, like they, these assholes like hype their, their job up so much because they, they, they have like an army of bootlickers telling them how important their work is, right? So yeah, when they get this warrant to, to raid this house, it's like, yeah, this is Pablo Escobar. This is El Chapo we're coming to take down. Not like two sleepy people, <laughs> like two people just, just sleeping in their beds. No, Honestly, this is like, the thing this is, is even, Bin Laden. Even yeah. with El Chapo, they didn't bust down his door and shoot him. They like, he was arrested like like a normal person. Yeah. He wasn't gunned down. Honestly, fucking, uh, you know, we, 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 uh, talk about, as we talk about these two, like fucking murders, right. Um, and the fucking ineptitude and uselessness of fucking cops. The only yes. thing cops do is, uh, promote class interests, but whatever. I think we need to sit back and reflect on, um, Christopher Dorner and how much of a fucking hero Christopher yeah, Dorner was. Uh, yeah. Like um, fucking, explain his story to me because I've actually never heard of Christopher Dorner. So he was a Los Angeles police officer, and beginning on February third, twenty thirteen, he committed a series of shootings in Orange, Los Angeles County, and Riverdale County. So he targeted cops, and he targeted he targeted police, and he targeted police's family. He killed four people, wounded three others. Um, he died in a standoff with the San Bernardino County Sheriff's deputies mm -hmm. because what happened was. Um, he said that he was going to wage unconventional and asymmetric warfare on, upon the Los Angeles Police Department, their families, and their associates um, because there was a video uh, where there was two separate instances. Wait. No, that's not the video. Hold on. In the, he, there was a video that he um, – there was a person with schizophrenia and severe dementia um, – and there was a guy, there was a person, they used excessive force on him. Um, there was a person that kicked the guy in the face and the chest while he was handcuffed and lying on the ground. He went to um, his superior officer and showed them the video. And the superior officer or whatever said, don't do that, cover it up. Essentially, it was cop corruption, right? He's saying like, no, show right. this, like, them brutally beating this fucking uh, guy who doesn't have his mental faculties, right? He's already helpless yeah. on the ground. They're beating the shit out of him. Almost killed him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And he sees this, and, he, and so Christopher Dorner's like, well, fuck this. And he he gets, he gets, uh, he says, no, I'm going public with this. And they said, oh, you're going public with this? You're fucking fired, right? Essentially, yeah. for doing the job. Um, so he was fired, and he decided, well, cops are bad, so he started fucking killing cops. And the thing about um, Josh, you haven't heard of him for a reason. Like it's like specifically, uh, his story has been, and like the insidious part of it is that I remember the Dorner thing. I remember seeing this and the point of Dorner's like actions, right. Were to, I'm going to, yeah, wage warfare, but in through it, right. Kind of shine a light on like 
what the cops have been doing, what they're covering up, like, you know, not just with what he saw, but with like what he probably had seen, like has seen his whole career. Um, and that was the purpose of it. Like it wasn't murder for murder's sake. It was, I am going to take this kind of one man crusade, which is like ultimately going to like end in his destruction. I mean, like we know that, but I can, but at the very least, like that's his uh, line of thinking. And what the the media and what like the uh, kind of interested uh, classes did with this story uh, was change its um, like around his... it. He was crazy. Yes, he was like, crazy. They said he had like he was in psych wards. They, they in fact when they got him, they they tried to put him in a psych ward and stuff like that. And, you know, just and, shit like that. And they took the, this like what he did and they turned it into the, the rhetoric they used was to kind of basically turn this into like another like mass shooting thing where the problem is guns. And I remember that. I remember that being the conversation, not like, you know, what he was actually talking about or who he was actually like, what he was, you know, exposing. It was, well, isn't this so terrible that, you know, access to guns caused this. Right. I remember that. I remember San Bernardino being like, one of those things, one of those, like a shooting that gets brought up, though I think there was another shooting there too anyway. But um, I'm trying to think if... Yeah, so we, we stand a hero though, honestly. Fucking yeah, he, he yeah. did the rational thing. It's like, if you're seeing these atrocities happen, if, you underst- if you're a cop and you know all these things are going on, it's like, you either keep your mouth shut and you let more innocent people die and be oppressed... Or you lose your fucking mind because you realize, like, this isn't just an L.A. thing. It's not just a Georgia thing. It's, like, a national systematic part of being a police officer is is doing this kind of shit, is exerting power over helpless individuals. It's not – it has nothing to do with protecting the public or stopping crime because they fucking don't care about stopping actual crime. And it's always poor – Poor people uh, getting shot or, you know, like Matt said, class interest. I wanted to say that um, I think it's interesting. Like, I don't think Dorner was acting rationally. Like, as far as, like, you know, like a rational man doesn't, like, go out and, like, do all this stuff. But – but also, like, kind of yes. Like, in the sense that, like, this is what you've been presented with and – you well, know, I mean, think about it this way, right? So you have yeah. like you see all this shit. You see the fucking rampant corruption of these fucking murderers. You're in you're in fucking World War Two, fucking Germany. The fucking Nazis are killing Jews, and you think it's wrong. Are you just going to yeah. stand by and shut the fuck up? Or are you just going to like start bitching on Twitter, right? Are you just going right. to while they're fucking rounding people up and killing them? No. What you fucking do is you go out and you fucking kill those motherfuckers, or you like go to a different country or whatever. But you know, like with fucking immigrating now is like impossible but um yeah i mean like i don't think what he did was i don't in terms of like saying everyday life like what he did was irrational right but in terms of what happened and what he saw i completely justified he's a fucking hero honestly yeah he says nothing's happening he said nothing's happening they're not getting prosecuted they're getting away with all these killings. And obviously they're still, I mean, they're going to continue to do it until we do something about it, but they continue to still do it. So he said, you know what? Time to wage warfare on them. And that's like, you know. Look at how many, how many cases. Um, I remember there was like a slew of, of smaller cases where it was just like a police officer, you know, abusing another person, like abusing a civilian for no reason. And like, look how many times these police officers have, other incidences of violence or other incidences of hurting people and they're never like charged on it if you want to see how insidious the fucking police are like not just okay like let's just say that your dumbass pea brain can't relate you know you say oh well the police target like minorities because minorities commit crimes or whatever the fuck you want to throw out there that's stupid as shit well let's say your fucking pea brain well i'll give you a case of a fucking white dude so a white dude was back talk like he was fucking um he got arrested. He got shot, right? 
they fucking went to, I don't remember his name, but they went and they like brought him to the hospital. Right. And they chained him to the fucking bed. He was chained up by both fucking arms and he starts talking back to the police officer and the police officer tells him to stop talking back to him. And he, yeah, and, guy's like, Whatever. and he just starts beating, he just starts hitting him, beating the fuck out of him where he starts bleeding. Yeah. Right. This down guy. And like, if you can't in that moment go, Oh yeah. The, like these guys are evil. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, come I, on. Yeah. I saw that and people were like, well, the guy on the gurney who's strapped down and who is like, is like mentally depressed or whatever. That's why he's there. Uh, I think he had just, he had tried to kill himself. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's like, they were like, well, he said to do it. Cause the guy's like, I'm going to hit you. He's like, we'll do it. And they're like, well, that's, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. This guy in such a position of power, like over this poor fucking innocent dude who's yeah. like mentally unstable. Right. Like it's fucking, Oh my God. Yeah. Just um, like, yeah, I wanted to say what's funny about the Dorner, like the manhunt after him, is that the fucking dumbass cops, like there were three people that they um like were driving trucks that like were similar to Dorner's, and they killed um, them. No, they didn't kill them, but what they did was basically almost kill them. So like yeah. two of them, they, they just started shooting them. Like yeah. they saw the truck that matched the description and instead of pulling it over or looking at the plates, they just started firing one guy, like, like the cops rammed into him and shot into his car. Like, can you imagine how fucking like, just how like, I mean, terrifying would also like, why the fuck would you just ask? Like, and there are two of them are women too. So it's like, <laughs> hey, pull up. like oh, are you Christopher Dorner? No. Oh, cool. Go on your way. Instead of just fucking like trying to gun them. Like it's so like that, if anything illustrates what the guy's talking about is that in this manhunt, they acted super recklessly. Like, it, but again, that doesn't, that's not the story that gets like um, brought out. Right. It's all about him and like guns being an issue. Right. It's not nothing of that. Um, just like, it's just so fucking funny that two of them were women, like that you can't tell, like what like, they need some of these like fucking like incel, like whatever, like Pete, like incel, like these people who obsess over bone structure to like ride in every car so they can pull up, put a pair, pair of binoculars on and be like, mm, no, the feminine slope of her skull says that she's a woman. This is not the man we seek. Right. Like instead of just being like, oh, yeah, the, there's the same truck as we'll just fucking annihilate it. Also, how is that due? Pro- like, how is even if it was Dorner himself, how is that like the process of like like policing? Like, how is that like? the way we go about things right like that kid who shot up the fucking black church like they brought him in like uh, unscathed like i don't understand why like it feels like there's no standard method like it's just balls out like dick first like planning it's just well it's 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 a policy based off skin color and so if he's white then it doesn't matter if they're armed or or anything um, but if they're black, it's like fire at will, folks. Just there's a shoot them there's up. a picture, um, and it's it's an old picture um, of this like whatever probably Tea Party or whatever right wing you know astroturf bullshit, right? And there's a guy there who's like open carrying um, with a pistol, and there's there's a cop there I guess who had to like break up whatever, and the picture is of the cop kind of like reaching toward him to be like whoa 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 because the guy has his hand on his gun in his holster. Like he's got it like ready to bring it out. Like the, the fact that like that guy who is l- literally about like threatening to pull his gun is like just being treated like, Oh, come on, bro. Like calm down instead of being perforated, which anyone like, like Flando Castile. Right. Let me, um, was like perforated for sitting there and saying, Oh, there's a gun in my glove box like my proximity like to this gun like led to his death anyway uh dorner said after uh so he he listed the 40 law enforcement personnel he was gonna kill he said i know most of you who personally know me are in disbelief to hear from media reports that i am suspected of committing such horrendous murders and have taken drastic and shock shocking actions in the last couple of days unfortunately this is a necessary evil that i do not enjoy but must partake and complete for substantial change to occur within the lapd and reclaim my name 
The department has not changed since the Rampart and Rodney King days. It has gotten worse. It says Dorner issued a single demand, a public admission by the LAPD that his termination was in retaliation for reporting excessive force. He also asked journalists to pursue the truth, pointing out specific lines of investigation for reporters to follow under the Freedom of Information Act and said that video evidence was sent to multiple news agencies. On February 9, 2013, in response to Dorner's manifesto and start of the killing spree, LAPD Chief Charlie Beck informed Dorner through the media that there would be a review of the case of the disciplinary case that led to Dorner's dismissal. Beck said officials would re-examine the allegations by Dorner that his law enforcement career was undone by racist colleagues because, spoiler alert, he was a um, person of color. Christopher Dorner was. Yeah. I, I I was looking just about the um, like the bumbling, stumbling, bubbling LAPD. So um, I mentioned that. So the two women who were shot um, were like newspaper deliverers. Like <laughs> one of the women was 71 years old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And she yeah, was exactly. With her daughter. And yeah. Um, like. Again, like the case was like it was like seven cops at this house. They were protecting like someone who might have been a target and they and it's like 530 in the morning. And these two old two nice ladies come down the block to start handing like you know throwing newspapers and they're in their truck, which is like a different make and model to, to Dorners. It doesn't even look like it. And they're like they had their headlights off. So the cops immediately started shooting at them. Right. And. Come to find out they have their headlight headlights off because they don't want to wake people up. I'm like, that's so sweet. It's so nice. And they they were they were almost murdered for it. Yeah. Um, it's because they're evil. It's because the cops are evil. Yeah. Or they're just like they're literally um I think um just like being in that position, it's like a belief that you have license to do anything because they've been told that and like everything about their job reinforces that, that your um, actions are, you are not held accountable. So if you believe you're not going to be held accountable, then you're more likely to, I mean, you're, so yeah, just open fire. Cause like, I, if it's not, if it's not the person, so what? Like, I kind of want to put into perspective. So this whole conversation, we're talking about American cops shooting American citizens on American soil. And these yeah. cops, you know, are basically given, immunity to any repercussions and you see how much that power goes to their head and how quick they are to pull the trigger and shoot you know without cause now put your put that onto an american soldier who's abroad in a foreign yeah. country where there's brown or black people and do we think it's any better like it's probably no. much, oh, much no, did, worse. You guys, I sent that video of fucking uh, Jesse Ventura fucking talking <laughs> on The View and absolutely destroying fucking uh, Joy, Joy Behar and Whoopi and all them motherfuckers. Yes. Like when that girl's like, well, we tortured like, you know, uh, we had to get information. He's like, do you get information? Like when you arrest somebody, do you get information by torturing them? No, it's because torturing's wrong. I've been tortured. And let me tell you something. It, he's like, I've been waterboarding. Let me tell you something. It is torture. Like, yeah, where, he, where did he this on, man come from, though? Like, seriously, why have I never heard about him before? I never heard just, of Jesse Ventura. The only time Dude, I no, how, was from no, his Kyle. His, oh, yeah, Chris Kyle. He fucking owned Chris Kyle. No, no, no. It's not just I haven't like I'm saying I haven't heard like these clips before. Like okay. this is like the first time these clips have come out, and it's fucking great. Honestly, he is like an enigma to me. He's very interesting as far as like politics go because he um, when he he was governor of Minnesota, and the thing is is that he is actually more libertarian than anything. Yeah, like. It's weird because he was like he was a in a WWE and he got kicked out by Vince McMahon for trying to unionize. Right. But when he was governor, he like was anti like teachers unions. Right. So it's like it's just a weird combination of, yeah. of, of, of politics. Like he's anti he's kind of anti like torture. But like like I don't. But there's a great uh, I think it was on Larry King. Where it was this, you know, they're talking about waterboarding being torture. And yeah, he said, you know, kind of similar things. But he said about Dick Cheney, he was like, he was like, get me in a room with Dick Cheney. I can't do his voice, so I'm just going to kind of do 
try to do something where he's like, give, give me in a room with Dick Cheney, give me an hour of waterboarding and I'll have him confessing to like the Sharon Tate murders. Right. Which is like, give, me, a, like, give me an hour with Dick Cheney and I could have him c- confessing to the Sharon Tate murders. Yeah. Sounds kind of like, uh, kind of like a Gary Busey. He sounds a little bit like this. Get me in a room with, with uh, Dick Cheney for an hour and I'll suck him off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I haven't even heard of him uh, from the Chris Kyle thing, and yeah, Chris he fucking Kyle, owned Chris you know Kyle. American Sniper. Like, what was the? Wasn't he in like a a bar fight with him or something? No. Like so Chris Kyle in his book, which his book is full of uh, tons of bullshit, but one bullshit story was he was at a bar and Jesse Ventura was there, and Jesse Ventura apparently in this story was talking shit about U.S. soldiers, which doesn't make sense because Ventura was in the Navy SEALs. Right. Like this isn't something he would probably do. Right. But he was also in Vietnam. So like maybe he has license to talk shit about. I, either way, he the Kyle claimed that he was talking shit. And then Chris Kyle came up to him to be like, you know, to, like the brave, cool guy. He is. I'm like, the hey, punisher. Yeah. Don't do that. And Jesse Ventura is like, fuck you. I hate the troops. And then Chris <laughs> Kyle punched him. And Jesse Ventura sued because he's like, that never fucking happened. That's a total lie, right? And yeah. even after Chris Kyle died, he kept the lawsuit going because he's like, yeah, this he's is suing in the book Chris Kyle's wife like, for defamation. And and what is the suit? Like, we he won it. So we fucking we stand a king here, honestly. But it's like, yeah, it's Chris Kyle comes up and I'm, he's like, I'm the Punisher, bitch, and you're you're the mob boss. Yeah, it's it's uh, an example though i think of how, like his him being weird as far as that goes because like i think anyone like any other kind of like bootlicking or like simp lib right in that situation might be, like out of respect for mr kyle and his service um after because of his death i'm going to drop my suit that disputes his claim that uh he kick this shit off me out of Dairy Queen, right? But Jesse Ventura was like, no, like, pay me, bitch. Like, you yeah. are lying about me in this book. I don't care if you're fucking rotting in the ground. Like, you gotta <laughs> take this shit out. Like, I don't play. And then, yeah, like, his fucking widow had to, like, pay him like, a settlement. It's like... Hell yes. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yes, brother. Honestly, he rules. He fucking rules. <laughs> but uh. I think Ventura probably... It would be like I don't I, I can't say for sure, but he's probably like a support the troops guy, I imagine, or or whatever. So it's just funny that in that scenario he was like, "Fuck the troops, fuck this." Yeah, troop. I, I can't. He's really hard to get a read on. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the clips I've seen, he seems like very, very like leftist, left leaning, or whatever. And then like other times, you just kind of like, isn't this guy like? You know, isn't he like a weirdo? Like, so what's what's so funny? I'm reading up on the whole defamation lawsuit that uh, yeah. Ventura filed against Chris Kyle. He's part so, of the Green Party now. Yeah, that's been the thing is that people want him to be like uh, he want him to run as the Green Party nomination for president, which um, like is you know ultimately the Green Party is not going to get anywhere close to winning, but he may get five mm-hmm. percent of the vote, which would be enough for the green party to actually finally get federal funding, which they never have. They'd never have. So, um, and the, but the guy in as like pro- the probable nominee for the green party, um, he has better politics, but, um, the thing is, is that like, like he's not like, no one knows who the fuck he is or really like, like he doesn't really have a personality. Like Jesse Ventura is like a personality. And like, this may be a case where like, that's more important if you're not going to win anyway, if you're not, if nothing's going to, you know, everything's staying the same. Um, if mm-hmm. you're not going to win, then you might as well like maybe shoot for federal funding. But I was what I was going to say about the stuff. the defamation is he actually won the lawsuit. Like back yeah, in 2014, yeah, no, he, he won. won. It was yeah. an eight to two, the jury. It was a jury trial, and he won it eight to two. Nice. And so um, they were supposed to give him one point eight five million. Which uh, five hundred thousand was for defamation, <clears throat> and then one point three million was for unjust enrichment, meaning he got rich off of this lie that he yeah. told. And That's so, it, the, I believe, like the there's been uh, Chris Kyle's wife has like filed counter motions and stuff like that, but has it fu- actually been settled? 
Okay, in 2017, it was settled, um, and he dropped the lawsuit. So he did get his money. We stand a king. Yes. Even in death, he cannot be <laughs> dissuaded. Yeah, no. That's, yeah, and that's why – that's like something where I do have genuine respect for him in the sense that Chris Kyle was like such like a – like a gross, like just um, like – Rep, like like a total um like font of like imperial like u.s imperialist like bloodthirstiness right he was the punisher and, dude yeah no exactly and like to see i look kind of like when i lean my head back my background like swallows my head i look bald anyway um <laughs> like and to see like him get yeah like trounced in death is is like great because like that is a case where the spineless lib probably would have like dropped it because they probably would have been like because like you it like lib or conservative you have to uh basically pay homage to like the american imperialist project like you have to talk well about the troops like no matter what party you in you have to support the troops and you know well, love if veterans you're, ever, and all this if you're stuff. ever criticizing a veteran you have to like thank the guy for his service and then tell him why he's a piece of shit yeah it can never be and like your criticisms can can only be like which is like which is why like trump i kind of love like the incident where trump is like shitting on like the gold star like the cons or whatever right not because like they deserve it but like literally him just being like yeah this family of like like ultra troops right they suck dick they they they, <laughs> they, they fucking suck ass bro and the I'm conservatives were like yeah tell them i'm sorry to keep pivoting but you said trump and i was like it reminded me before we go, we have to absolutely talk about Obamagate. Wait, oh okay. God. So I've heard I've heard the term Obamagate, but what the fuck is even like? Have you seen the video? Look up the video. I've seen the video. He's like, oh, the, the guy's like, what? What is Obamagate? He's like, oh, you should know. You know. He's like, yeah. the, the, he's like, the information which is already readily available will be made available. Yeah, and he said, he said, um, he's like, it's already in the newspapers except for yours. I was um he kept being like bitchy which is like king just keeps winning honestly like he just he there's no like he can't lose like this man is just like on a on a fucking w streak he's so high from just winning all the time dude but he's like like the video is like a perfect encapsulation of like how trump is like basically like a bitch like which is funny when people like kind of like try to hold him up as like this masculine figure it's like he's literally so catty that when he's talking to this journalist who is like stooping down into a microphone with a mask on his face, he has to keep throwing little jabs at him. Where he's like, "Yeah, the, you know, the information will be made available and it'll be written about in the newspapers, probably poorly by you." And it's like he's like literally like he's, that's the equivalent <laughs> of him being like, "I like how you can wear anything," or "I like how you just wear anything." So it's according like, according to Tom Fitton of he's the president of Judicial Watch. Uh, okay. I think up Obamagate, and apparently, what Obamagate is is it's the implication that Obama approved unprecedented spying on candidate at real Donald Trump after I election. Remember that with rushed all hands on deck smear with Russia collusion, and he tried to destroy the Trump presidency by talking about Russian collusion, uh, Ukraine backwater deals, or whatever. So apparently Obamagate is like him colluding with uh, who was it said with uh, ad uh, hold on I think Trump pushed this like day two of his of becoming president he said Obama wiretapped him like like day like I'm even like pretty sure even before he like won like he was talking about this it says that Adam Schiff published phone records (laughs) on Obama's order yeah. Um, yeah, so this is old, like Trump is reaching back into, I'm like, again, I think Trump was talking about this back in like 2017, like this is old news, but he's just taking it and spin. like, he's like, okay, the first time didn't really catch. So we're trying it again, <laughs> like Corona, like is ravaging like our fucking country. And he's like, okay, what can I do? Obama gay, right? Didn't catch he the spent, first time. But. He spent a minute. On with when that reporter asked him what crime he's accusing Obama of, he spent a whole minute 
not saying anything and then <laughs> like, absolutely destroying him. Like he yeah. just destroyed that reporter. Like what the fuck? Like he didn't say anything, but he was yeah. just fucking owning him. He's like, what crime are you accusing the president of admitting? And he's like, well, it's just terrible. It should never have been allowed to happen. It was the worst thing to happen. It this, can't happen again. We, it will we never all... happen again. And it will be, you know, reported on probably unfairly by you. Like, like literally what, what are you accusing him of? And you just like, dance around it and then end it with like, Oh, also you suck and are just destroyed him. That's it. Like that's, it's over at that point. Dude, just sit down. Don't ever be a journalist again. I mean, as far as like Trump, like insults go, it, it does. um, I wouldn't say it's quite as devastating, but it is like extremely effective at like, just not as as Trump insults go, but like by saying nothing, right. He didn't say anything. He has nothing to back anything up. He, who knows what Obama gets about? He doesn't know what Obama gets about. And this guy was up there all timidly and like, oh, what, what are you accusing President Obama of? And Trump's just like, fuck you, you disgusting piece of shit. And just destroys it by like, saying nothing. In that situation, what I really just want, right? People talk about how like journalists should ask better questions or whatever bullshit. I really just wanted that guy, maybe the guy after him to be like, what what the fuck are you talking about? Like honestly, what are you talking about? Like give me a give me an answer. Like give me a straight fucking answer right now. Like like literally don't just be like whoa like dance around or be timid. Be like you're talking like you're talking literal nonsense right now. See, dude, you're, we need we need real journalists to ask questions like Nathan J. Robinson going up there with his fake ass British accent and be like, hello, governor, I'm from Current Affairs Magazine, and we're going to be talking about socialism. But you see, Marx was a class reductionist. Yeah, like. Um, yeah, that fucking flamingo, dude. Um, I like, he does, he makes good writing, like occasionally, like occasionally he'll have like, um, like his like kind of appraisals of Elizabeth Warren were good, but I just like politics isn't all aesthetics, but a part of it is aesthetics Mm -hmm. and him just like. Like if you're gonna go to like whatever a party or something, man. Like I don't know, dress like a like a fucking like tablecloth. That's fine, I guess. It's just when you're out there like like repping the movement. It's just like this is the guy we we have. Did you like, guys see the today that they? I think it was today or yesterday they released. Uh, they found out that like 29 percent of the DSA make over like a hundred thousand dollars a year, and then like 71 percent other than that makes like seventy five thousand or more a year. Did you guys see that? Oof! No, I didn't. Yeah. see that. So they're all just rich people. Yeah, like because like DSA hasn't really um, like kind of put it like like represented itself as a party that you can like like not as a party that like <laughs> nice jobs. <laughs> Um, like it's not really been like a party that like, yeah. Like I remember at the, at the convention when we saw all that and I was like, I don't see much like politics going on here. Like I don't see like, like a, I don't see an organization that has a plan to expand its web beyond just like, and like just having whatever wealthy people doesn't explicitly mean like, it's you know not an organization that will like push for leftist stuff. Like I I understand like the like the aesthetic aesthetics of it is funny. It, I mean it is funny. Well, no, it, but, it's not that. It's not having an organization that has wealthy people in it. It's having an organization comprised mainly of wealthy people. I right. think is the whole right because like ultimately like we've seen the people who who decry billionaires were more than happy to take money from them like we've already seen this it's not just aesthetically funny it's it's a fact of that like you you know uh people have class solidarity right like if you if you uh you you know you can change you know but like at, at the end of the day if someone if someone threatens your your money to make the world a better place then you're gonna you know most Obviously likely, stay- yeah, you'll, you'll, I mean, we've seen in most every case that, yeah. um, like, That's hilarious. Josh, Joshua just posted in his background, he posted a picture of, uh, Nathan J. Robinson and it's so funny cause that dude is so goofy looking. Yeah. 
Josh isn't talking much because he's just looking up pictures of Nathan J. Robinson now. Yeah. So he can, have, he's, uh, he can jack two, off. I have two monitors. One is Nathan J. Robinson book covers, and the other one is Nathan J. Robinson leaked OnlyFans uh, photos. <laughs> so you're, yeah. you're say they are hot. Yeah, when, when we get off, you're going to settle in for the night. And well, let's just say I've already gotten off, Cole. Oh. <laughs> well. Yes. <laughs> The oh, Nathan yeah. J. Robinson, Chrissy Teigen sex tape. Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, news wise. It's been uh, pretty, pretty depressing of late. I can't wait till tomorrow yeah. to wake up and find out there's like a whole uh, African-American family that was burnt alive in the, yeah. in the middle of the night. Cause that's kind of where we're heading, you know, like, Oh, and this happened back in April. We never heard about yeah. it. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's like, you know, uh, the only thing that would be worse than this is like if a if a guy who is the ringleader for, you know, a secret pedophile ring that controls most of the governments um, of the world uh, was killed in a cell. But it may look like a suicide. Like the only thing like I think that can't get, you know, that can never happen. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, Matt. Oof.